So welcome everybody. Welcome to this Triangles webinar for Monday, September the 12th, 2022. It's a joy to have everyone here. I see that it's currently 116 and it seems to be leaping up as we speak. My name is Steve Nation. I'm very happy to be your host today. Um, as most of you know, these regular weekly Triangles webinars have got two major goals both of which seek to strengthen the planetary network. The first idea is that to introduce new people to triangles and hopefully stimulate the formation of some new triangles. And then second idea is to create a space where existing triangle members can come together to share in a meditative visualization in support of the triangles work and to hear reflections and share ideas about world service through the power of thought from different Triangles workers. Today's broadcast is, I think, going to be a real treat. Um, we're focusing on the theme, honoring the moment and following the momentum. We'll begin with some brief introductory remarks about Triangles, followed by some thoughts on serving the plan of love and light, uh, and particularly in the present. And then we'll work with a visualization, which regular participants in this webinar are familiar with. And this will be followed by a conversation with two friends, two Triangles workers, Nina Meyerhoff and Damon Kosheva um, from the One Humanity Institute, um, and who'll be speaking about their ongoing service work um, in the vicinity of Auschwitz in Poland, and the way in which this work has been affected by the moment, this present moment in human affairs and following the momentum of what we can think of as the unfolding plan. So friends, we'll be getting to that. But right now, if you're new to Triangles, welcome. The Triangles network is made up of individuals around the planet who come from different spiritual backgrounds and who share a common belief in the role that meditation, prayer, and invocation can play in the creation of a better world. Groups of three people work in triangles in service to humanity by invoking energies of light and goodwill and doing so together. The three people agree to Lincoln thought every day, visualizing themselves as a triangle of light and using the great invocation. Each triangle is part of a global network of triangles. There are triangles workers in every part of the world and the lighted energies of divinity that are invoked are visualized as flowing out from each triangle through the network of triangles and into the wide world of human consciousness, strengthening all that is lighted all that is good and true and beautiful in the world. The network's been built over many decades and it can be envisaged as a strong, well-established, potent structure in the etheric or energetic body of humanity. One of the great joys of the Triangle's work is that it provides an opportunity to begin to see and experience something of the particular qualities of light that form the essential I or the divine self of your two co-workers. And as you visualize each one of them, their individual light, day by day and year by year, actively working in service with these lights, 
and entering into the livingness of the triangle, a deepening naturally occurs in the nature of the relationship between the three of you. And one begins to get new insight into what group work really is, particularly group work that begins from the realm of thought and the idea that together we can be a channel for incoming energies of light and love to flow into the human. If you're new to this approach to planetary service, you might like to consider forming a triangle, or if you're already a member of triangles, you might consider forming another triangle. The more people who participate with care and focus, the more spiritual energy is released into our world and the more the network is enlivened and invigorated. You can find information on the Triangles website, triangles.org, about how to form a triangle. And there's also a section on that website where you can form a triangle online, entering in your details and inviting others to contact you to form a triangle. Or you can put a request into the checkbox um, during this webinar today and others on the call may agree to form a triangle with you. It often happens that new triangles are formed during these gatherings. If you have questions about triangles, please don't hesitate to ask these in the chat box. Um, we'll bring them up during the discussion period towards the end of the call. So friends, 163 of us at this moment, let's pause a moment of silence and a brief visualization. Visualize yourself as the soul, the divine self, or your essential Buddha nature, a radiant center of light and love. And in your mind's eye, see your closest spiritual companions. Similarly, as radiant centers of light and love. Imagine you're linked together with these companions on subtle levels as triangles of light. And visualize these triangles as part of a network linking all points of light in the world, all points of light, imagine the vitality of the network of light in the human at this time, at this moment. Now visualize lighted, loving energies flowing through the global network of triangles from the mind of God, from the depths of the heart of God, and from that center where the will of God is known. Imagine these energies enlivening all who are treading a spiritual path, flowing through small groups of servers everywhere on the planet, and into the broad consciousness of humanity. 
bringing hope, vision, inspiration, restoring and invigorating the love of humanity with its accompanying spirit of companionship and of shared service to all cultures and peoples, all kingdoms of nature and elements of life, and in every community of the planet. So today we have a treat. We've had quite a time linking up. We're linking with our guests are from, at the moment they're in Warsaw in Poland. Two triangles workers, Nina Meyerhoff and Domen Kosheva are going to be speaking about an inspiring service initiative, the One Humanity Institute, that aims to provide an educational learning environment adjacent to the Holocaust concentration camp at Auschwitz in Poland. Many of us will recall Nina and Domen speaking about this project during the World Goodwill event marking the festival week of the new group of world servers in December 2019. And today they're focusing on fresh developments in the project and the way in which being open to the moment and to the incredible opportunities in the immediate present and the moment of any time, change a project, change the nature of the service, but also the way in which the momentum of the long-term vision develops and grows through these immediate changes. So much of service is about meeting need at all levels, physical, energetic, and spiritual. And when we ponder the energies of light and goodwill flowing through the Triangles Network, we might have in mind the role that these energies are playing in the healing and transformation of the world. For peoples and nations all over the planet are in the midst of crises and tensions. Ancient habits of separateness and nationalist emotions are rubbing up against revelations of unity and wholeness. So we see terrific expressions of the heart, of compassion, of caring. And at the same time, we see expressions of the opposite. And so it is that we need to look to the seeds of the new, to the seeds where unity and wholeness are growing. So, for that is where we can find the plan of love and light working out in the present, often quietly and patiently. We're meeting today in the energetic environment of the full moon when the sun's fiery energies radiating onto the face of the earth carry the influences and qualities of the constellation Virgo. And this sign of the mother and the child, of the embryo embedded within the mother, of the Christ within you, the hope of glory. It's a perfect time and a perfect environment to think about what it means for both mother and embryonic child 
to be preparing themselves for a moment of birth and for the ways in which that birth will forever change both, both the coming child and the mother. To prepare for an expected birth is partly to prepare for a moment of danger when the outcome cannot be automatically assumed. But it's also to get ready for the crisis of birth and the accompanying pain followed by the hoped for joy and the new world that the baby must adapt to and gradually learn to become a self who can navigate and grow and carry evolutionary momentum forward. Berger reminds us that the material world with its unique blend of energy and matter, spirit and form, time and space, that this world provides the medium which nurtures, protects, and holds the soul, that center of all love, which lies at the core of human selfhood, and the place where light and love and purpose are fully conscious and self-aware and are within us, often hidden. This soul, is being born within the world of human relationships. And this is how the plan conditions time, penetrates, interpenetrates time. And during this, our transitional era, the consciousness of oneness and wholeness is being born in the world of matter, being nurtured. And so it is that to serve evolution, and to serve in the nurturing and birthing of the consciousness of unity in the present is essentially to be open to the opportunities of the present. For history is marked by exceptional events, each of which has its own set of causes. And service of the plan is about the care with which we respond to the needs and opportunities created by these events. So right now, for example, for the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth of Nations, there's an extraordinary environment that's been created by the depth of reflection on the qualities of transparent service, duty and responsibility embodied by the Queen and recognized by peoples and nations. The heart of nations and collectives are so often moved most profoundly by the death of an important figure and the uncertain sense of the future that such deaths always evoke. And another of these exceptional events that we will be honing in on is the current war in Ukraine with the flow of it refugees and the impact this is having everywhere on international relations and the strains on national relations. In such an environment, everything is stirred to new depths. And it's in such moments that we can look for signs of the embryonic soul moving within the womb of time and space as it prepares for its anticipated birth. The true server meets the needs of the immediate present, the human needs often, 
as well as the collective needs. While at the same time, and without any difference, charting the pathway from the separateness of the present to the cooperation and goodwill of the future. And so with these thoughts in mind, we'll move into our meditation work. And then this will be followed by the conversation with Nina and Derman, and then time for discussion and reflection together. So let's begin with the meditation. We integrate as a group. All of us who are linked together through this webinar. Focus ourselves as a group on the mental plane. At the center of the even armed cross of discipleship. Link in thought as a soul as a point of love and light with all people throughout the world working with this triangles meditation group. In the center, of the will of God I stand. Nor shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Visualization. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. And visualize that triangle as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Pulsing with light. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network.
now lift your consciousness to the world teacher, the one who stands at the heart, as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy, and also at the heart of each and every triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love. Precipitation. Visualize these energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around and through the triangle's network from point to point, flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of people everywhere. See these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form, and life and all events, and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. 
Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles and see new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution. Together as a group, we work with a great invocation, either sounding it silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, we can visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. On the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
So, Nina, Doman, are you there? Yes, we are. Beautiful. So it's a great um, pleasure to introduce two Triangles workers um, who are particularly notable um, in the network for being sort of outstanding people who've initiated um, service projects for so much of their life. Nina is the founder of the Children of the Earth. It's a worldwide organization empowering youth working for peace. And she's already been on a webinar speaking about using the great invocation and working with triangles amongst young people around the world. Um, she's author of a, of a book, co-author of a book, Conscious Education, The Bridge to Freedom. Um, and she's received many awards, um, including um, award from the Mother Teresa Award to the Citizens, a Mother Teresa Award and a Citizens, Citizens Department of Peace Award. And Doman hails from um, Yugoslavia, Slovenia, and Doman has been very involved in theosophical work in and work with the um, uh, the liberal Catholic Church um, and a student of Western esotericism, where he studied at the university um, for many years. He's the founder of a Theosophical Library of Alma Kalin in Slovenia that has more than 11,000 monographs on all religions, spiritual paths, and so on. And Domen, I know, is the takes great care in curating and ensuring that the Aegis wisdom tradition is widely available. And Doman's also been very involved in focusing and working together with Nina on the founding of the One Humanity Institute in Poland. And that's a part of a story that we're going to hear about. But what we're going to be speaking about um, this afternoon and what we want to hear from you both about is this idea of honoring the moment and following the momentum. So Nina, will you begin Tell us about how you experience the spirit of the moment. Right now you're in Warsaw in Poland. What is it about the spirit of the moment that touched you and all of your engagement with the One Humanity Institute associated with Auschwitz? <laughs> yeah, that's a small question. <laughs> <laughs> that means tell everything in one second. <laughs> no, tell us, tell us about the spirit of the moment. The spirit of the moment. Let, let me begin with about seven years ago, Doman and I visited Auschwitz. And in the process, I've been there once before. And in the process, I saw 
the names of all my relatives, especially my grandmother who was executed on the day I was born. And that became a very significant point of origin for me because I realized that I've been doing peace work for over 40 years and that I had finally come home to the place that was mm -hmm. the most meaningful in the terms of my cellular memories and my parents in realizing that this is what propelled me into peace because to see such an atrocity, such systematic execution murder in one facility, obviously there must be an alternative to that. And that was the beginning of this work. Gentlemen, you wanna share what we started to visualize? Uh, yeah, well, I was listening and thinking now, Steve, thank you. The spirit of the moment, it's all the time the same, even if I think, because in 2015, I met Nina and just before that, I really, start feeling with, like you said, being part of so many organizations with such high goals and devotion and so on. But in the end, it became clear that so many of us are lacking. We have a limited scope and so many peace organizations in the world and so on. I can't even imagine if they would not be there, what would be here? But still, it became clear that the spirit of the moment in 2015 is that the next five, 10 years are very distinctive steps have to happen for humanity that can go on the next level. And this, this moment I still feel, and especially now with the last two, three years, and especially now in last months and so on, it's even stronger. And we most of us probably here on the uh, uh, on the seminar and it's funny even though that uh, that i started with my spiritual family the the library uh, the date 2025 i never heard before i, I uh, it came to me uh, two three years later after 2015 but it's true that when i met nina and she is embodiment of action and uh, uh, i'm really uh, just uh, yeah uh, in, in her comparison, it really inspired me, this really being in the moment, working with youth and so on. And when we saw the place uh, after steps together went to Auschwitz, I was before in, in Dachau and my, personally, I used such places to push me over my fears because it really gave gave strength that I cannot stop on some personal levels. And, I, and until today, so many challenges are still there. However, when we saw the Auschwitz and we saw the space of 2 million people visiting uh, daily, uh, the yearly, the place and coming out and not having uh, or being in the teachable moment, but there, there was no right support uh, no space that someone would inspire them that change whatever they feel change into personal action for today. And uh, seeing that we started dreaming what if next to the worst because with studying and visiting Auschwitz I really believe that that's the place where the evil pierced into the fabric of humanity the deepest. Uh, there are so many other places but here it was the most integrated and we started seeing, but maybe here it should, we can 
turn it around this needle if we next to it we create something that goes over that and that we we find the space the, the which we call city of hope it's the ex-military compound 11 buildings and so on so on so on. uh and it's still there and then we went on a trip around the world if i say inside outside and on this trip we met uh and it's a big big bite you can imagine for many of you here if you look inside you can imagine what means turning such needle for whole humanity around uh, and of course it takes time and on this trip and the funny part is always we were saying because that world war would never happen again that wars would never happen again and then suddenly a few hundred kilometers from here it happened again yes mm. beside many others wars uh, but just to, to, to end this, and of course, in this journey going in and thinking, how can we pull that together and seeing and uh, pulling the team together, we were gifted a house, and it is a house from uh, a Jewish baker's family, which were uh, thriving uh, in the thriving community before Second World War. And of course, they didn't survive. One person, two persons survived. And it's a story in itself, but we were gifted the house of bakers, uh, Jewish bakers in the city. And uh, we said, okay, that's a start uh, that we can think, work on it, uh, start developing on a smaller place, the, the big idea. And it happened that next to this house, it was a house for sale, which was a, also Baker's family, but was a Polish non-Jewish Baker's family. And of course, this one survived, this one didn't survive. And we'll, we'll share maybe a photo or two, but then we, this, uh, we developed the concept. But that's, it's, it's a story in itself, which so high going without hiding, closing the eyes of the past, but going above it to the story of bakery, of bread, of life, and uh, even combining the two houses together and that we call the one humanity bakery. And then the war started and the concept is there prepared and then the war started and then the immediate heart of Nina responded uh, to the need and say, okay, we have to do something. And so, uh, yeah, that's and, again. And that's beautiful. Have... So Nina, so Nina, tell us how you responded. Okay, so end uh, of February, beginning of March, I heard about the war and there was something in me that told me I must go. I don't know why or what. I was involved in 9-11 response also and it was the same kind of activation within me and I called two people that I thought would be wonderful to go with to go with like a triangle. Yes and to each be leaders in our own right but yet working collaboratively so that we could look at each other and know what to do without having big explanations or saying who is the leader and who's in charge, etc. So I went over with these two other people. We had 25 bears in hand. And before you know it, we had 1,014 1,400 bears. And each bear we gave out personally to the children that crossed the border. And we could see on their faces the relief, the kind of release of trauma for a minute when you hold on to a little teddy bear and hug it close to your heart. 
And then the mama looking down and seeing a child feel better for a minute. Can you imagine crossing a border, leaving your husband, your father, your friends behind and coming with two, three children on your arms and just a knapsack, a cell phone and nothing else, not knowing where you're going. So anyway, we responded immediately. And while we were there going and giving out bears, we realized the biggest issue was where am I going to sleep tonight? Where do I go? So quickly, we formed the GoFundMe process and raised enough money to refit the house of the bakery and to make it available for Ukrainian guests. And now we have 20 plus people already in there and we are working with them and we're setting up a peace lab, which is like an internet cafe for the youth. And we will do workshops, but even more than that on the International Day of Peace, we will be linking with a peace school in Kiev and the Ukrainian and Polish kids will be working and dialoguing with them. And then a school in Chicago, that's a peace school. And then a group in Rwanda who have experienced war and talking about the impact of war on your psyche and how do you change and what do you look for and how do you take that moment to look for new solutions about what you want your life to look like. And we'll be working with the youth on that. But what I wanna say about the big project is that we remember that it was so horrific what happened at Auschwitz Imagine if we could create a place that concretizes all the good in the world, that shows humanity there is an alternative, that there is the possibility to come together to live in peace and understanding and understand we are one humanity here on this planet. Dolan, maybe you want to say some more? No, okay. Wow, that's 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 wonderful, um, Nina. That's beautiful because, and in a way, this will change the One Humanity Institute, right? Because now you are actually grounded in that community with this incredible response. So, how will the institute? How is the institute changing in its in its mm-hmm. next steps? Chairman. Yes, it's it's true. It's from the big vision. Uh, we came to the vision of One Humanity Bakery, uh, which for sure is not only bakery, it's just a way to very humble family to honor their family and said, why don't we do a bakery? And we name it the bakery because then everyone will ask why a bakery? And then we can explain it why. Uh, from that bakery then to House of Hope. Uh, And of course, with all the support, and it was really beautiful to see so many responses, immediate responses to to the needs, to the twists. And because when we're saying this is happening, this is a need, and it was the the response coming. Uh, And with this, the house happened, 
And of course, now they are uh, mothers and children. It's amazing. We, we, we could sh share some photos that we had recently. The, the first party, the first uh, party, meaning uh, uh, making alive the courtyard. And it was so good to see these people that we inspired them. You, you use the heart, uh, the house, the leaf here. But we started thinking, okay, so this is, and of course, of course, this is meant to be a temporary. This house was meant to be a bed and breakfast, mm -hmm. but it's it's now for sure changing, uh, uh, and uh, the changing a bit of a purpose because we could see, we could, we would love that people that fit in the work of the One Humanity Institute, and the One Humanity Institute wants to be a platform of supporting many initiatives startups, uh, educational programs. So because of its base, it doesn't want to be institutionalized and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, limited. And that's why we foresee how beautiful it would be that people from Ukraine who maybe uh, life changed so much that they could stay here, they could even become active, that we could support them in their activities. And that's why also uh, a peace lab. Because it's in the same house, it's a space where they, where, where they, where we, uh, where um, uh, uh, combining of the local life, of the global life, and now, of course, a life of the refugees from uh, from Ukraine. It's mixing, and that was the uh, the goal from the very beginning: how to combine, how to break the barriers between the the international visitors to Auschwitz to the local community, which which is also a hurt community because of such. Uh, past and and not not yet dealing how to do with it and now with an, an, another extra so it's it, it is exciting besides if you don't go into the sadness and so but it is exciting to see how how can how will go forward so our next steps is to focus on creating bakery and to make it a social innovation hub for people to come to visit and to learn about the solutions. We even have the understanding that we want to create a world servers court, Steve, mm. in, the, in the big picture, which would be a home to NGOs that have similar visions so that people can really get to see that there is many, there are many people who are anxious to have peace in the world and they just do it differently and people can sign up for courses. So we'll be doing sort of mini courses and making it a, a pilot project there. So prototype bakery, of what yes, we want at mm -hmm. the bakery uh, so that people begin to understand what it's all about. It's interesting because you can imagine how the Institute itself and the you know, I've always envisaged this laboratory of peace that you often speak about mm -hmm. as, a, as a place where people go from having had the experience of going through Auschwitz and where the heart is completely assaulted and yes. shaken and almost broken to then yes. take that broken heart into some different environment. And listening to you both at like the responding to out to a crisis not not as bad as the holocaust but a crisis in our time which is this war in ukraine um and responding so immediately means that 
it's as if the next steps are just being shown to you. And yes. it may even be different from what you'd first envisaged. That's for sure. And I, I feel personally strongly that Ukraine is very symbolic of mm, the birthing yeah. of the new. Yeah. And so here we are housing some of those that are coming from that uh, environment. And it's like an eruption that's flowing outward. And we're exactly. very much aligned with what's going on. Exactly. And it's interesting, Nina, that all of your work with children um, has sort of prepared you to be able to use this experience for the children and their mothers who are living in the house now. Um, right. For those children to be like an experiment where, because they will now be exposed because of the two of you, they will not be able to help but be exposed to this incredibly positive vision of possibilities. You said it very well. Exactly, that's already happening. Uh, and yesterday was uh, one volunteer from Krakow was cleaning the basement where the original ovens from the bakery are still, from the Pol Polish house. Mm -hmm. And uh, the children, they, he made such wonderful photos of the Ukrainian children with the lamps in uh, exploring, looking at the ovens and so. It, it's on one yeah. such contrast altogether, such contrast. That's, yes. That's beautiful. But well, it's for a, sure. A lot yeah. of and, and you know, it's interesting. We were at a meeting the other day and someone brought up about having a one humanity bakery in Ghana. And then it was wow. in Warsaw. And so all of a sudden it's the linking and the birthing of things. Wow. Yeah, like it's a happening. But it's really because all these years we talk about peace. It's time to land now it's absolutely our duty to follow through and to make visible to the world that this is possible yes it is it, it, it is it's no enough yeah time is now yeah, as we were saying before now for sure we know it's no excuse that we we have to think what will we do that the, the past will not happen but it's happened and I do believe that we, we have the war in all of us, whole humanity. But exactly. uh, uh, it is very hidden war. And we know very well and very uh, not easy one because it's not black and white. And it is very, very mixed. So everyone has to be present in the moment and doing decisions in their moment, in their positions. And it's exactly. not so, so easy to discern, but it's for sure we are very strongly under pressure. Uh, so it is a very potent, potent time. It's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible time. And it's an incredible time, like this is a Triangles webinar, and it's an incredible time to sort of put within all of this triangles, and not just triangles, but triangles as a symbol of those who are working with the power of thought, and then anchoring that power of thought by, in the way, as you've just described, Omen, by responding to the moment with yes. a, a, some measure of the uh, sort of some facing up to the significance of this change that's happening. I wonder wow. if now, I think this would be a good time to bring in, um, look, we have 132 of us from all different places. I recognize many names. So if someone would like to um, 
respond to Nina and Doman or ask them a question or share some of your own stories, please either firstly raise your hand and then we can hear the quality of your voice and we can hear you express yourself, or you can write something in the chat box. Um, but let's open this conversation out now. Um, we've, thanks to Nina and Doman, we've had a very touching expression of how the worst possible situation can provide the opportunity for something magnificent that'll really touch people's lives and change people. So if anyone wants to raise, you can just, um, if you raise your hand, then we'll, we'll unmute you and you'll be able to speak. So mm -hmm. in, in, while, we're, while we're waiting for people to formulate their questions, in, right now in, um, in the Auschwitz area and in Warsaw where you are, in Auschwitz, for example, are people still coming to visit Auschwitz? Is that still going on? Yeah, it, it, what's interesting about that is there was such a hot spot, such a sacred, unsacred spot for Jewish people, yes? And yeah. slowly it's becoming less emotional and more historical, wow. which in a way is interesting because that helps us with the two and a half million people that go there annually to understand the potential of taking this and turning it into something else mm -hmm. and really... You know, can you imagine after your shattered experience of seeing gas chambers to go and to walk through an experiential museum where you, excuse me, no, uh, where you enter your information and you begin to identify with behaviors that can make positive change. Like, what is it that I can do on this planet that will make the world a better place so that never again is truly never again? Yeah? Right, and right. we want to give people that experience to know there's more to life than that. Wow. That's, and, and imagine also now you have the power of this story, of this news exactly. story that is for our time that we're reading about in the newspapers everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. The, what what we see is that not changing the Auschwitz. It should be, and it is well preserved. And they're really doing extraordinary work that it's staying there. And it should be until I don't know the blossom of humanity in hundred years when maybe we would could could say it change it. But for now, it's there. But what we see, it stays there. But then you go, what you mentioned, Steve, and Visionarium, and if I share it with the best of technology, what Nina started saying, with the best of today's technology that we show, and it's, it's going to be a, for sure in such state an initiation, to show, to experience of a human being, the human being's experience, what humanity can be what is already happening, what are actions, what are people from the past, of course, but today, so that it shows the humanity has its own evolution and it's going forward. Mm -hmm. And that's number one. Number two is to face and see the problems that humanity is facing. 
So, because if we want to go forward, we have to face it. We have to know, we have to see what is today and what is inevitable to do, to deal with it. And number two, but number three, the most important is your action count. Because if, if you don't take your part of the action, even if it is very little, nothing will happen. Because this, I think the most of, uh, uh, of humanity lacks this knowing that our actions are uh, are it's uh, it's the sum of all uh, actions of us together, and after that, of course, is then the city, the NGOs, the best of the best in the field. If I say the best, but uh, from that, that there is a creative accelerator, a hub, a twenty-four hour creative think tank, a live city, not of one but of one. Yes, <laughs> it means Beautiful. of so many. Beautiful. So that's that's our dream, and now the bakery. It's okay show it here on the smaller plane and and the house of hope okay let's let's go to work <laughs> let's go let's go to the life uh, life example here you have yeah that's now beautiful. The, the circle turns back and it's yeah. really the impulse is because now it's not let's think if we can do anything better there now it's time now it's clear what it has to be done so that and we know that the, the call of one humanity is all over it's really breaking through so many uh, and like you said, triangle is such a beautiful work, and there are others. And uh, it's beauty to see it. Uh, it's just our uh, there how we saw it on that plane, and what we see that we have to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Damon. The look I've got. There are two hands raised. Thank you, thank you both, you guys. Um, so, John, would you like to, um, if you un would unmute, please? Oh, thank you, Steve. Thank uh, you. Great, great talk, Nina and Germana. I do remember you speaking about two and a half years ago. I wanted to, to hear a little bit more about, you'd mentioned one of the purposes that you were using the bakery for there uh, was a, a, a social, um, I can't remember the exact phrase, like a social lab or social accelerator. Could you tell me what one of those are? I hadn't heard the term and it intrigues me. <laughs> Uh, you know, so the one humanity bakery, how we see it, and with the limitation that it has, it means it will be a bakery, it will be a cafe, it will be a, a, a co-working space, it will be a, a place for for offices of the startups. But all those which are impact, we're ha which has impact, which are aligned, if we say, to some kind of values of one humanity. And of course, yes, we name it as the, so, the social innovation hub. Uh, uh, we, now we say collaboratory, uh, the, the peace collaboratory. There's a modern words, but in, in fact, it is that it, we make a home for local youth, for your local people who are active, local from Oshwenshin, that people really don't know about the city. But at the same time, uh, that it's a meeting space for those who come and visit Auschwitz, but at the same time they see what's happening there at at the spot, and they get stuck. Some international visitors in this particular, very particular space. Uh, so I don't know if I answered you, but Nina, please. Yeah, add. yeah I, I just wanted to add that for the peace lab that we have right now. We have about forty to fifty experts that have offered their time and volunteering to do yes. workshops and trainings 
so we can schedule someone to talk about climate crisis, you know, and have the young people and the people of the town and also the visitors learn about that and then begin to think of solutions because we'll be working with them. That, that's the whole idea, how to create change. And that's what we're going to do. Entrepreneurship, how to do uh, peace entrepreneurship. What does that mean? How, how do you become a good leader? What is a good leader in the new understanding? It's lateral leadership and powered voices. How you come to consensus? How do you make decisions? You know, all these kind of thinking thoughts will be offered to the young people because they are the future and they are planning ahead. I, I, I mean, I don't think you know, but like in the town of Oswegian, they still use coal or they don't have bike paths. And I'm sure that's going to come up. It's a very concrete thing, you know, but it's important, you know, to how to move forward. Wonderful. So that's True. what a social innovation hub is. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, John. And um, David. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Would you? Can you hear me? Beautifully, loud and clear. Hi, David. Hi, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I, I wanted to thank you very much for including children thank in your you. work. Children suffer the most from war. Uh, Alice Bailey said that uh, children are the flowers of the earth. And we need to remember that, that, that they are impacted by, by war and suffer the most from war. Thank you. Yeah, well, you know what? I realized the trauma because a lot of people have asked us to interview the people and they, they're very reluctant. And I remembered with my family who were immigrants, you know, that there were many private stories that we even as children didn't know. And I know that these young people, they have one foot in their memories of home and being with their father and the other about what is the dream of tomorrow. And that's a big conflict, you know? And there's, yeah, there's a lot of trauma for these young people. Yes, thank a lot you. Of trauma. Yeah, yes, I agree. And yes, we're glad to be helping the young people because they're the ones that are going to carry forth the ideas and the ideals of what's needed. But, it, but it's particularly um, the fact that you have this background of working with children, mm. everything has prepared you for this moment, it seems to me, because you're right, kids are... It could be. It kids could are everything. be, Stephen, I don't it, know. It, 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 it is pretty true. <laughs> Yeah, but, and the other thing, the thing that occurs to me just listening to this is the way in which you'll provide an opportunity. So I'm just imagining a group of people who on any one day come to visit Auschwitz. That group will include, you know, lots of just regular tourists, but it will include a lot of deeper people. Because one of the reasons people go to Auschwitz is, as you said, Doman, the first time you went to face your fear, um, to face the fear of what the human has done. And so it's often very deep people who have the courage to go and then to have a space where they, together with those who are going simply for a tourist outing, um, 
in an environment that's conditioned by the plan, which is what you're talking about, yeah. to talk amongst themselves. What a, you know, that's a real, that could be a really life transforming experience for many you of know, those people. Yeah. You know, uh, I took my sister to Auschwitz. This is a little side story. Yeah. It was her biggest fear in her whole life right. to go there because she knew the history of our family and how much they suffered. I mean, both my parents lost their parents, yeah? And I took her and she didn't want to go in, but she, I said, well, go slowly. You can step back. She go two steps forward, one back, and, and finally visited it and finally said, oh, I feel so free now. I faced the biggest fear in my life. Now, what to fill it with, yeah? What can exactly. I do? I feel empowered, yes. I want exactly. more in life. I want to be, yeah. And so she finally, it's like it automatically transforms her mind. It's very interesting to watch. It is. I mean, in a way, the, that the sort of laboratory, as you talk about it, is also a birthing space. Yes. Because many of these people that, like, if you take that that experience of your sister, um, mm -hmm. many people will then come, and now what? And it's not as if the now what will be answered, but it's the start of a whole new journey, mm -hmm. and to have a positive place, particularly mm -hmm. where they can be surrounded by people who are well anchored and sort yes. of anchored and an anchored and and not all airy fairy but anchored in future possibilities yes. what an exceptional thing suzanne writes in the chat box um to you nina how being born on the same day of your grandmother was executed um mm. that's these uh suzanne writes as, as being very symbolic and it's true these things that after we it die didn't after by accident exactly you know. <laughs> and and we'll see what because these things are written in the soul you yeah. know and 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 so it also means that we're talking now about one project but the same can be said for every really inspired project that there are all these different levels to it right. <laughs> um and and we hear the human story but um as triangles workers we know that the human story is a story of spirit soul and body uh, and those levels are also present in a story like this about the One Humanity Institute and a story. It's of interesting because we've been doing it for seven years and there wasn't much movement. And now it's moving so fast we can't even put our arms around it anymore. You know, and people are gathering and helping and supporting us and we have to be on our yeah. toes, so yeah. to speak. It's no, it's no excuse. No excuse more. Yeah. Uh, well, to, to, to think. it's that, being birthed for yeah. sure. Well, that's what that, that's a very interesting thing that it probably took that seven years. Yeah. Sort of, and of because uh, you were doing a lot of background work and negotiating and things and. Uh, but exactly. but a lot of quiet just care that's the thing of it's a very virgo thing of just taking care and trying to do everything responsibly and yeah. and and then waiting for the next opportunity i could i could just add to go back a bit to uh because it's four thousand five thousand visitors per day i think that's that's mm, the, wow. the, the average it's yeah. really a lot and what i do because i really believe in humanity uh, most of them 
are not those, I would say, who always meet them uh, at the uh, different seminars and congresses and so on, are very people that were not touched. And I believe that most of humanity, the, the wall to identify with the other, it's not the wall anymore. It's a silk, a silk wall. And most of the people don't touch it anymore. But if you pierce it, you can pierce it with, a, with one finger and you're on the other side and you can identify. And in this identifying moment, uh, of course, if you want to seal it, if you want to uh, anchor it deeper, then you have to do something with it. Because with our creativity of our mind, of course, in all these years, also this part was developed well. So it means that now the tourists go in, they're shocked, they go out, they go to bus, they go to the Krakow nice city, they eat, they, they drink, and they somehow cope with it. And it was a very natural response of humanity. And we saw that in the very beginning, we said we have to give a reason that someone, because if someone, if people will then know, I stay, I stay even one more night, I can expose myself, I risk to expose myself for one more night to, to not cover it up, because tomorrow I'll go on a journey to do something with it and become uh, that's, uh, this and all this, of course, bad past, uh, uh, this uh, past will become meaningful and I will uh, capitalize it in my little action forward. And this is what we do foresee it. And of course, it was too sensitive before to even think about it because it's a, it's a huge thing when you feel it, a huge iceberg of violently one million people uh, killed on one spot. And it's so far away, but because it's so huge, it's still here. But if we can, with that gentleness and respect, turn it around, it can become the most creative and full of respect of life and of course all these sides of humanity but the 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 place there and this is what we see and now with 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 the present now we're really pushed and it is but of course we need many hands of course support of many forms of energies if we say like that and because from the very beginning it's meant to be a platform it means it's not we were just serve our programs. It's just one, you have to start with something, but it's meant for really many partners, people to care, to share, to explore, to invite, to use, and so on. So uh, that, that's it. That's a yeah. challenge, how to stay neutral, inviting in the, this highest level and uh, invite people to come, to share what they know at the same time, drop it, to forget it, to, be, to know more and so on and so on. I wanted to add, Steve, before yep. I forgot that every Sunday for the last almost four years, there's a small group that meets and meditates and says um, the brotherhood mantra and bringing down the love and the light and the plan on earth. So we're working together from that perspective always, you know, holding this. Yeah, that's very that's very beautiful, Nina. And I think we need to wrap it up because we're we're sort of outside of our time already. There's a lot of wonderful comments too of triangles workers, people in in, in the chat who are very moved and touched by the work you're doing and by the way in which it is an expression of that Sunday med that sort of simple Sunday meditation work that you're doing. Um, and all of us in the Triangles webinar 
to me, if we can see that the, the outer effects of this inner work is a myriad points of One Humanity Institutes in a myriad different forms and shapes. One Humanity, the, your work in Poland is rather sort of dramatic. And that's very helpful because it makes us see what can be done. But there are also less dramatic points. And it's all of this network of activity that is part of this network of light that human beings are creating in relation to the higher worlds. It's a very lovely work. So um, Nina and Derman, first of all, thank you both for being who you are, for the lights that you contribute to the Triangle's work and for the light that you're shedding through this work with um, the One Humanity Institute. Bless thank you and thank you both for sharing so generously. Thank you. Thank you to all. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And you can, yeah, this will be, this is available on YouTube. It's all, YouTube. It's also available on the Triangles webinar website. Um, the archive will be available and you can listen to it here. So thank you, everybody. And let's just have a brief moment of silence where we link in thought, know ourselves as one, and hold this net network of light. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Dermot. Thank you.